in the morning. When you want the news, you need the front page every hour on the press box. Nothing's writing on this except the uh, First Amendment, the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. Not that any of that matters. And now, the news. Some breaking news from Adam Schefter. The Titans are placing quarterback Ryan Tannehill on the COVID-19 list. He will now miss anywhere from five to 10 days, depending on his status. Bring back Marcus. We are two and a half weeks ish or so from most NFL two teams weeks. starting the season. Uh, yeah. Two weeks from today would be the first game, wouldn't it? So yeah. again, still the preseason, not a big deal when a quarterback has to go on this list or any player has to go on the COVID list, but the easy thing to imagine is it's a Thursday. Ryan Tannehill on the COVID list. If he has to miss at least five days, Ryan Tannehill is missing a game. And if he has yeah. to miss 10 days, there's a good chance he's missing two. At least the Titans have not had any issues besides this one. <laughs> I'm out. Also, to keep it related here, Cole Beasley. Oh. Um, so the Bills are having some serious issues where they had uh, somebody that they was, got a super spreader in their locker room. They had somebody that was vaccinated test positive, And then he was in close contact the trainer. With, I think, yeah, with it was four or five unvaccinated people. They all had to be sent home. But Cole Beasley also, he tweeted this this morning that he got fined for not wearing his mask. And here's what he tweeted. I wore a mask that whole day, but got fined because I didn't have it in from entry door to locker room, which is literally five steps. Too bad. I don't when understand. you get out of your car, exactly. you put it on. That's I don't it. understand how Cole Beasley thinks that's a legitimate no, argument. It's not. Are I you are you part of this team, Cole? Then be we, a team player. We get here very early. We know there's like five people here. Five. All of us. Yeah. <laughs> three and a half. Um, well, people around here looking for salt. But we get out of our cars. And literally, and I'm sure you guys are the same way, my mask is on when I get out of the car. I, yeah. I don't understand the idea of when you're entering a building, yeah. your mask is on. Especially <laughs> when you know, A, you have to wear your mask in the building, right. and B, you've made a big deal the yes. whole offseason about, wow, these rules, they're so You're the harsh. face of the NFL of non-vaxxers. He knows the rules. Yes. He was complaining about them the entire offseason. Like, and then he's going to be, how did I get fined? It was only five steps. Doesn't matter. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like I love Ed's example because Damon and I, like we drove in together today, like we we in the same car, and we both are sitting there. And as soon as we got out of the car, we both put on our mask yeah. and walked in together, wearing our masks. Yeah. Like, well, no, I mean that's part of the like the you know we would we would like to keep our jobs. Got to the Raiders facility yesterday. I put it on before I got out of the car. Right. I don't get. I, I don't understand why, why this is so, you know, difficult to conceptualize of when your mask should be on. He's just look. He's just an idiot. I'm sorry. I think he's an idiot. Yes. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. In, in every form, this. And guy. he's gonna play the victim the entire way. Yes. That's his game yes. plan. Is to oh, play yeah. the victim. He's a wuss the entire way. That's crafty wording right there. I give you credit. <laughs> crafty wording. We just said he's an idiot. Crafty. That's crafty wording. Here is. Also a fun story for you. Cristiano Ronaldo could be heading to Manchester City. Um, so here's my favorite thing about European soccer we reports. Him, I thought we were getting him in Vegas when he's 45. That's messy. Oh, okay. No, messy Keep up, Jared. So there's a Portuguese journalist that I have no idea how legitimate this guy is. 
but he's reporting that Ronaldo to Manchester City is a done deal. Now, there have been other reports like Sky Sports in England has reported that uh, Ronaldo's agent met with his current team, Juventus, this morning, and they did not come to any sort of agreement on an extension or anything like that. But a Portuguese reporter, Ronaldo is Portuguese, is reporting that Ronaldo to Man City is a done deal. So he might be at Man City sooner than later. I mean... Is it weird that I more have to believe that because it's a Portuguese reporter? That and that's the he weird might thing. actually know right. him. Like he might be texting him. That's the weird thing about European soccer reporting yeah. is it'll be it's a team in Italy losing a player to a team in England, right? But it's a Portuguese reporter because the guy's from Portugal, right? And it, but reporting it, I never know who to trust it's whenever not. I see reports about European yeah. soccer. Like I tend to think, okay, American sports, I know who the people that are legitimate that are reporting things, and I know who is not. Right. But when it comes to European soccer, it's like, all right, there are way too many countries. This is in a different language. I don't know what that means. Did he just suggest source and breaking might be illegitimate, depending on who is writing that on Twitter? <laughs> well, is per that sources. what he just suggested? Per sources. Per sources? Yeah. I, is there also, like, how much are they making still on newspaper circulation over in, like, other countries where they're just like, yeah, I made it up, but hey, we sold 100,000 copies. I'd love to know that because it appears that they do well over there. Am I, am I, I lost mean, they, on they, this? They, I mean, I, I, like I mean. Like, the British tabloids British will tabloids. Full, on, full on just... Say some non like yes. some nonsense and then go. Ah, yeah, we were wrong. But people, if, here's a naked lady. Most page times, three. and I've been there three or four times. When you're in London and you walk by ca- coffee shops, unlike here, sadly, most people have the tabloids though. They're like walking around reading them. So I always wonder, like, they do well here. These tabloids. I don't know why, but they seem to do well. That's your next career step. Ed Grady, the British, the tabloids. London Times. <laughs> What do you think? LSU and USC will play in 2024 in Allegiant Stadium. Game is coming here. But what's more fun about this is that this was announced one day after the Pac-12 formed an alliance with the Big Ten and the ACC. This is the greatest timing in the history of schedule <laughs> announcements. I saw this yesterday. Obviously, obviously, this has been in the works for a long time. Yes. You don't just say, hey, and by the way, let's go to Vegas and Allegiant. So this has been in work for a long time. But couldn't you, if you're going to announce it, I don't know who announced it. I saw the tweet. Couldn't you say, hey, let's let's wait like 10 days? Yes. Because yesterday we actually said, <laughs> we hate the SEC and we will never play them again. That was the best time here. I saw that tweet. I'm like, who's the PR people here with the announcement? I, you hope, could it was, wait. I hope it was LSU that leaked it because it, it was reported. They didn't announce it first. It was reported by somebody. So I hope it yeah. was LSU I, leaked it. It's like, you know what? We'll get them back. I thought they, it was hilarious. They want to vote against the, the SEC and everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, USC. exactly. Like, we're all going to stick together. <laughs> Wait a minute. We can play LSU? Like, yes. Next question. Kyle Shanahan will not name his starting quarterback, but he did say, I've got a pretty good idea. I've always had a pretty good idea, but there's lots of days between now and then at every position. He continued, I know you guys want an answer and stuff, which is fine. I get the suspense of it. But I'm not just going to answer it to end you guy end your guys' suspense. I'm trying to get you guys more clicks. So look at Kyle Shanahan looking out for yeah. the clicks of the media members. Well, I'm trying to think. It's coming to me. It's crystallizing in my mind right now as who's the starting quarterback's going to be. It's crystallizing. I'm going to go on a little. I'm going to go out and am I going on a limb to say Trey Lance or am I not going out on a limb? I'm going to say Trey Lance. Mm, he's looked better, huh? It's Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, I'm sure you're right. I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm 
Like I said, Tyler. Garoppolo gave a quote yesterday about, yeah, I'm pretty happy about who's going to be the starter. So maybe he's just a I team. Mean, maybe. maybe he's just a team player. I'm absolutely certain you're right, but I just would like it to be Trey Lance because I think it'd be kind of cool. Maybe he's just happy, like. I still get paid my amount of money. I still get to date porn stars. Like, yeah, I, no like, one's feeling like, sorry for my that life. Guy, by the way. My life is still good, and I don't get concussions. How much money he makes? Ed's theory that being like the 115th ranked golfer in the world is the best job. Yes, because you get paid a lot. No and, one knows who you are. No one knows who you yeah. are. That applies to your backup quarterbacks too. But Jimmy Garoppolo does not think the same way we think. Who's the guy who's dating Jewel? Charlie Whitehurst. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I like, had no idea. Perennial backup quarterback who's just a clipboard Jesus is out here dating Jewel. Who is Jewel? Let's go. Man, you know, that's a great let's question. Go. Let's go. Come on. Who is Jewel? Let's go. Is it spelled like Jewel Jewel? Great question. Thank you. Can we get the Emerson one? Because that fits right here in this one. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Should I, I know who Jewel is? Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Me, Next question. who has the least amount of music knowledge where I literally listen to every song and say Drake because I know I'm 50-50, right or wrong, am very familiar with Jewel. And I know nothing about music. I nothing. don't know who Jewel is. I don't care about her. Next question. Is it spelled like the Jewel like you smoke out of, or is it like Jewelry Jewel? Happy to move on to the, yes, to the next Yes, we're happy to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has been named the Jaguars starting quarterback. Gardner Minshew, despite his insistence on uh, not being number two, he is hasn't now number pooped. two. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't like, or didn't, weren't you surprised uh, Urban didn't mess up and say we're excited about Timmy? I mean, wait, not Timmy. Uh, Trevor. It's, it starts with a T. He could have messed up and said Timmy. I'm just surprised he actually named one. I thought Urban Meyer would take the Kyle Shanahan yeah. route of what's the point in me telling you. Yeah. College coaches seem to be weird about naming yeah. starting quarterbacks. So it doesn't always He's happen. In the NFL. No. I, th I thought Urban would, even though everybody knew it was going to end up being Trevor Lawrence, I thought he'd take it up until like the day of the game. Day of the game. And be like, oh, yeah, it's Trevor Lawrence. Like, I thought that's just what he would do. But yeah. hey, he named one. Good for him. They're going to wreck him. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's so screwed. Urban will be retired after week five. It'll be fine. Five? Did we see his facial expressions <laughs> in an exhibition game? This guy might not make the opener. That's a great, great question. Uh, Papa Lou on Twitter said I had the worst question of the year, asking who is Jewel. He spelled it like a jewelry jewel, so I got that going for me. I have learned something. Uh, Good job, Papa. Solid. Who, who is Jewel? She barely Solid. has this lady barely has a Wikipedia page. Okay. She's from Utah. Next question. You know why Imani Bates went to Memphis? Wait a minute. She hasn't even. She's she's gotten four Grammy nominations. She hasn't even won a Grammy. She was homeless. She's homeless, Next living question. in a car. What, am I supposed to know her because of that? Well, it's part of. The, How do you not know it's, who Jewel is? It's, it's it's. Let's say this. It's an important part of the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> where, where she was living in her car and became. Pretty darn famous. I have ne no, no, never seen this lady before in my life. I don't no think... chance you know she dates rodeo cowboys? No. Well, this is in the past. I don't know. She, for all I know, she's married to one or she's married to she, someone else. She's but dating she... Charlie Whitehurst. Okay, so she used to be married to... She's dating to... Clipboard Jesus. God, Papa can help me. She used to be married to Papa. Ty... I should know Papa this. It's a, can help Papa here. can help me. It's a it's a rodeo cowboy. His name is Lou. Yeah, he she she would because you know why she'd be at the NFR every year. 
we'd always like see her in the back, in the back, like in the media room and stuff like that. Um, Pop will help. It Ty was a, Murray. Ty Murray. Ty Murray. Okay. One he of the, was in a relationship with actor Sean Penn in yeah. 1995. Wait a minute. Okay. How old is this woman? Now, hold you on know, a second. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sean Penn is Do famous sh- for what role? Famous for what role? Now, oh, you should know this. God, no chance. You should know this, this based on this show for the last it hour. It's a callback to yes. a different part of the in show. In this show. Who would oh, Sean Penn the be? the Italian cop. Uh, yes, that's the yes. cop, the surfer, Jeff Spicoli from Spicoli. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, okay, I'd never seen that movie. It well, was when Sean Penn was likable. Yes, actually, that's one of the few roles he was likable. I don't even know what Sean Penn looks like. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? If he walked in here right now, I wouldn't know who Sean Penn was. Or Jewel. I'm looking at well, a picture I, of her now if she I, walked I in I just here, hope he's vaccinated if he comes in here, because if, he if he's not vaccinated, he can't come in. <laughs> Oh, you know, I can't tell you that. All right. Emily Bates has committed to Memphis. Uh, Memphis has the number one recruiting class in the country. He is in the 2021 class, by the way. He reclassified. He was supposed to be next year. They have two of the top five players in the 2021 class and two more that are in the top 100. I didn't realize this when I came, uh, this morning, but you're like, okay, how did Memphis get this guy? But I will say this. With NIL, UPS is based FedEx. in Memphis. Uh, Fed, FedEx. Excuse me, FedEx. So that's obvious, right? I mean, it, I would assume that's part of the recruiting pitch. Like, you come here, here's FedEx. I mean, you're the, you're the, I'd imagine you might be the spokesman for all we know now. Did anyone else enjoy that the reason this news broke was because somebody, like, intercampus email wrote his name and it popped up as a, like, as a, like, drop down. I did not see you, that. I didn't oh, see you that got, at you all. Did, I didn't you see guys that. didn't see that? All you right. Mean inter, 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 uh, like Memo suddenly, at suddenly Memphis? He, had at a, Memphis? he had an at Memphis.edu account. <laughs> now that's and somebody like, so does that mean there was some guy that's like, now that's enough? a cool part of the story. Yeah, like but he was searching like, nope, nope, at yeah. Memphis. There he is. He committed. Penny's doing well. All right, here we go. We got a pair of tickets oh, to go to the Culinary Feast on Sunday, September 5th, out at the Lake Las Vegas Golf and Food Festival at Reflection Bay Golf Club. That's running September 3rd through the 5th. That is the entire Labor Day weekend, but we've got two tickets to the Culinary Feast on Sunday, September 5th. 702. I already forgot our phone number. 364-1100. 702-364-1100 is our phone number. We'll take caller number three at 702-364-1100 to go to the culinary feast. There wasn't a lot of separation. You know, they both guys had good camps. They both played well. Both had their down moments. Both had their good moments. Thought it was good overall for both of them. Uh, We just made this decision. We think it's for the best for the team right now moving forward. But we have two good quarterbacks, two quarterbacks that we can win with. And uh, unfortunately, you can't play with two. You're locked in the press box. Congratulations to Anea. She is headed to the culinary feast on Sunday, September 5th. Make sure you guys stay tuned. We will have tickets to give away to the Vegas kickoff classic between BYU and Arizona. Also, make sure you go to LVSportsNetwork.com. Find the Star is Born contest. There's just a logo in the middle of the page when you pull up LVSportsNetwork.com. Click on it. And then you can vote on who you want to hear on the radio over on Raider Nation Radio on the morning tailgate with Clay Baker. We've got seven contestants up there. 
You just vote, and you can vote every day, by the way. Uh, Matt G has a 15-vote lead over James O. I feel bad for Heidi Fang. She's not even getting any votes. <laughs> I, I want to hear Matt G. Okay. He, has been, he, has, he has been leading from the outset, right? I, bet, has, he, I can pull that up, been, can I? Can we? All I'd, right, love, like, to hear, I'd love to hear Matt G. Yeah. I don't think we want to. Do we, we want to play the video live on the air? It's just all I'm not people. so sure because someone might be the uh, dark horse coming in late, and then we have to announce to Matt G. Matt well, uh, Jimmy Eld overtook he's, you. In he's the only last got minute. a 15-vote lead. It's not that big of a vote. When's, a when's it, right it last two, through? Um, September 13th. Oh, don't play it yet. Yeah. Don't play it yet. Uh, yeah, we got, yeah. we got a while here. <sighs> no. It's only August 26th. That's a, yeah, that's I mean, don't play away. it yet. No. Steven from Australia did not submit his uh, his – like entry until apparently yesterday, and it was like two and a half minutes long. And Tyler and I went, "We're not playing it." Stephen from Australia was not a happy or did not believe five hundred thousand dollars on chickens, and it wasn't even five hundred. It was more than that. He did not believe that this morning. It was seven hundred and sixteen thousand uh, dollars. I wasn't on, on fake that. Chickens, unbelievable. I wasn't on that. Uh, oh man, he left me out. So, what are we even talking about? The Pac-12. They are supposed to make some sort of announcement this week on if they want to explore expansion. So let me ask you this. If you're the Pac-12, you've seen the SEC at Texas and Oklahoma. You as a conference have struggled to be competitive in the college football playoff or even make the college football playoff for a long time now. You have formed this fake alliance with the Big Ten and the ACC. Which has already fallen apart with (laughs) USC against LSU. So if you're the Pac-12... Do you want to expand? Like, what benefit would the Pac-12 have from expanding right now? Right now, I don't know. I would come out this week and say we're going to consider it. I wouldn't. You can't shoot. It would be stupid to shoot it down and say we're never. That would be dumb. You say, oh, it's not going to happen right now. We are, you know, we are. We're going to do our research. We're going to, you know, better, you know, better term than this. But think about it and table it and, and then start doing your work behind the scenes. Right now, this second I can't believe it would be any kind of advantage for you. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. You were saying how the Big 12 was dead. You know, right now off the top of your head, who who gives them an advantage? Like, who right. who does something for them at this moment? John Wilner, uh, who covers the Pac-12, he wrote that he doesn't, that he's not expecting any sort of expansion. And the reason behind right now. that. Yeah, right now. Right. The, the, the announcement they're coming is not right. going to, they're not going to be like, oh, we are adding or right. whatever. Or we're no. seriously along with adding teams, whatever. But and his the reasoning is is that no schools add value. There are no schools that the Pac-12 is adding right now that would add value. And the reason behind that is that the Pac-12's like media rights deal, it's not up right now. It's going to be a little while before it's up. So if you talk about markets and television markets and the more money you can make off your TV deal, yes, getting a team from Texas conceivably would help. There are markets you can add that would conceivably help, but it doesn't do anything for you right now because you you don't get that money from a better TV market until the next time you negotiate your television deal. The other way you look at schools as adding value is what do they actually add to you as a football playing team? Right. And if you look at the teams left in the Big 12, is Oklahoma State the best football program, right? Yes. Like Baylor's had some good teams recently, Texas Tech, no, overall, like, though, Oklahoma State Yeah, is. Oklahoma State's the best one, and that's not really doing much for you because Oklahoma State's sort of a, hell, every year they're ranked 23rd in the country type of team. 
So there's not really much that you can add. If you look at if you go outside the remaining teams in the Big 12 and you look at teams that are in the Mountain West, maybe you could argue Boise State, but even then they're not really adding to the point where you're getting into the college football playoff because Boise State's in your conference. And then you look at the markets outside of the or in the Mountain West schools. Yes, the Las Vegas market's a solid market, but it's certainly not Texas. Like you're going right. to Texas before you're going to Las Vegas. So if Texas doesn't make sense to them, then Las Vegas doesn't make a lot of sense to them either. So I understand if the Pac-12, like if you're going to expand, there's got to be a reason for it. You can't expand for the sake of expansion. That's kind of dumb. So if you're going to expand, there's got to be a reason for it. And I think you can argue there's not much of a reason to do it right now with the teams that are available. Is it weird? And they weren't very good in football during the pandemic season, the shortened season, but they have been good in the past and they're really good in basketball right now. And they'd be a big TV market. I agree with you. I wouldn't expand now um, because of all of what you said. But when I looked at all the schools that were potential, um, you know, candidates for going into the Pac-12, is it weird that I thought Houston might be the best one? I, I like, and they're not even in the Big Twelve. But I'm like, well, Houston, they were a two seed. Not oh, again. Football's the only thing that matters. I get that. But you go into the Texas, you go into the Texas market. Um, I don't know. I thought they were like I, that. That one intrigued me literally more than Oklahoma State and Texas Tech and even Baylor. And you get directly into Houston, which right. is the biggest city. Yes, in Texas. So I, mean, I don't think they're going to do it right now. But in the long run, when I saw the list of schools. No one kind of got me excited in terms of if you're the Pac-12, but I'm like, well, Houston's intriguing. Right. And, and I think because of with Oklahoma and Texas leaving the Big 12, I don't think you can legitimately say there's much difference in the future between TCU, Baylor, Texas Tech and Houston. No. Like, sure, no. TCU, Baylor, Texas Tech have been in the power conference for the last however many years. But now with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big huh. 12 it's not a power conference no. if it survives. <laughs> so you can absolutely argue Houston would be the better team yeah. to add than any of the teams from the leftover Big 12. Absolutely. And and TV market, very good. And sure. as far as competitiveness or success on the field, they're just as good, if not better, than yeah. TCU, Baylor, and uh, Texas Tech. Yeah. Like that, That's a legitimate argument to make. Now, the local tie on this, UNLV. I guess on Friday, or I guess it could happen today, but I guess this week the Pac-12 could end up saying, hey, we are actively looking to expand. Right. We're going we're gonna to actively look to add At some new point. members, right? Yes. And all of a sudden it gets kicked into high gear of, oh, bleep, if you're one of the big 12 schools that's left over, if you're Houston, or if you're a Mountain West school, all of a sudden you're saying we've got to have our mm-hmm. bleep together right. so that we can apply and get into the Pac-12. Would UNLV have any shot? Oh, I think they'd be way down on the list. I do. I think they would, too. Um, and it doesn't help that right now they have an interim athletic director. Well, exactly. So let's line up what you've already said. Football, no chance. You don't even want them looking at your football program. TV market, there's teams in the Mountain West with better TV markets. You're not doing anything for recruiting to come into here. I mean, you're not going to, you know— you get the best Gorman player. I, I you know, I mean, do what does that mean? Pac-12 I mean, schools already. They can, get, they yeah. can do that anyway. Yes. They can come in and get whoever they want. I don't know what you're offering comparative to other schools. Yeah. You are, if you're, UNLV, I mean, you offering allegiant. Yeah, I mean, that sounds crazy, but are you offering like, <laughs> it's a pro it. town, they but already they're already it's having their allegiant. championship yeah. year. That's the key about UNLV that people, UNLV fans don't either want to admit or don't like to admit the Pac-12 does everything it wants to here. And that's why Adam Hill's contention last week to me was the only way it might happen 
is if Vegas finally starts saying no to the Pac-12. Well, somebody you, tweeted at me, yeah. how do we get the LVCBA to stop letting the Pac-12 it, come because, to Vegas? Because if you keep allowing them to come in here for all their championships, why would they think right. they'd need the school? Right. If there was a collective effort from the LVCBA to keep them out, the city and the UNLV to stop letting the Pac-12 come here, then that is a good point by Adam. Then, all right, yeah, the, the Pac-12 but how might much, say... Give me your percentage and how much that would matter to oh, them. Like, well, we'll go elsewhere. We don't need them. Well, I think they would... If, if you said... If the, if the city of Vegas, if we collectively said no more Pac-12 events... Championships or events. Until UNLV's in your conference, I think there's a chance they could... If they were actively considering... If they said, hey, we're considering expansion, right. I think there's a chance they could say, all right, we'll make room for UNLV. It's not the worst team. It's not the right. worst school we could add. We'll do it. But I think the chances of the LVCBA or anybody saying no thank you to Pac-12. Oh, no chance. There's zero percent. It's too big of a risk because if you do that, you're not guaranteed to get in there. Yes. Too big of a risk. And you're right. The Pac-12 might say, okay. We'll go to we'll Phoenix. Go we'll somewhere go to, else. We'll just do everything we'll in LA. We'll stay in the California. Yeah, right. yeah. We'll go to Staples Center. We've yeah, got exactly. other arenas or exactly. stadiums we can do this at. So yeah, it's it's not going to happen. But that is like would be the best It'd way be the for only, UNLV to get. I don't know. I'm not going to say only, but it's the best right. case scenario. If the Pac-12 expanded by like four teams, then UNLV would have an sh- outside shot at being like the fourth team that gets in. If they expand by two, there's yeah. a lot of teams that I think you put above them on that list. Coming up next, Darren Millard joins the show. Maroon is not just a color. This is the VGK Update with Darren Milsey Millard. Uh, Darren, should I know who Spicoli is? Oh, totally. Should I know who Jewel is? Yes. Okay. I don't know who either of those people are. Married a bull rider, I believe. Like a NFR rodeo cowboy. Ty Murray. Yeah. Absolutely. Ty Murray. He's just so. at the NFR like every year where they were dating. He's just shaking his head over here. He's just, uh, he's stunned okay, about these Okay, come names. on, Tyler. Twice this morning, Ed referenced Spicoli. Never, never heard that name before in my life. And then referenced, and then referenced Jewel. And that, no chance I knew who that was. So we're looking at a window of basically like three years for you. For any pop culture yeah. references. Three years, three minutes. Yeah, he's three not years. getting he's not getting crazy. those either. <laughs> crazy. What about uh, Urkel? Can you, you wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you know who Urkel is, Tyler? Oh, uh Yes, but I, I What's his oh, what's boy. his famous line? Oh god, he's got a famous line. No. <laughs> I know what he looks like. He thought Spicoli Did was an I Italian. Do that? No, I no, I would never gotten that. He thought Spicoli was an Italian policeman. Oh my! God. <laughs> he also thinks that Miriam, uh, the host of Jeopardy, is this is her first job. Yeah. Uh, no, he knows that he's he knows that she's from the Big Bang Theory. No, no, Blossom. That was the joke. I don't. I don't oh, even sorry, know who sorry. the host is. There's a fake sorry. horse named Spicoli. Oh God! Jesus Christ! Spicoli was like like that was an anthem that movie. Yes, for for all of us. Absolutely, like, there was a lot of education in that movie. Absolutely, Spicoli is not a good horse. Oh. <laughs> can you rank for us as we move on? Can you rank for us <laughs> next year with the Golden Knights? Who will have? I know who you're going to say, but after night, after last night with the paparazzi getting Ryan Reeves, this isn't goodbye. It's just see you later, which is a whole other issue here. Uh, but can you rank for us beyond Mark Andre Fleury? Who will have the most emotional and exciting 
tribute video. You got Schmitty, you got Revo, God. you got Turk. Who would you say? Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I think the most emotional player will be Nate when okay. he comes oh. back. Okay, I, I think he will get emotional when the tributes played. Uh, from an actual uh, like fan base uh, reaction, that that's a good one. I, I think uh, Ryan will will get uh, a certainly uh, a strong um, uh, reaction. But but Gerard, like it's been a while for Gerard. Yeah. So I, like if it was it was the the next year. Then, then, yeah, but uh, and and remember, Gerard and Ryan will be on the same night. So, how do you do that? Oof. Like that, that's going to be unique too. Do you do them both at the same time, or do you, do you split them up? I'm thinking you do them both at the same time. If Reeves starts tuning up somebody, like who are the fans supposed to root for there? Yeah, I, I've actually thought about that. Uh, like, what what happens? Because everybody wants to go out and do their thing, uh, but you've also got the, the respect uh, factor and, and former teammates. Uh, I I would guess that nothing happens. Uh, there might be some pushing and some shoving, and certainly a lot of chirping. There'll be there'll be tons of chirping, uh, but but uh, I don't I don't think that there's any type of uh, actual dust up unless something in the game uh, leads to it. But I don't. Uh, in, in normal cases, I think you'd see him search something out and, and try and get something to, to happen. But uh, but this is a pretty special group uh, with with Vegas, and I I would be surprised if uh, if that occurred unless unless somebody called him on and said, okay, let's get this over with and uh, give you your give you your due. They skate around each other for like ten fifteen seconds, and then it just ends in a hug. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't mind hugging. I, I, I'm a big hugger. Sure beats a shot to the head. What percentage of Golden Knights players know who Jewel is? I would say a, a fair amount of them. But remember, music is a big part of the the dress. They might be dating her. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I think a, a lot of them would, uh, would would know who Jewel is. Uh, I, I would I would also say that uh, that a majority of the uh, the players have uh, a, a larger window of life. Than, than you do. That's what? The, yes, yes, absolutely. Whoa. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's a good one. That might be the I meanest did. thing that, that Jared Millard's ever one. said, and one. he said it so nicely. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually pretty nice. Uh, Never has a life been less lived than yours. It, what do you mean? I got fake horses and chickens. That's way better than Jewel. Tyler, Tyler was already under the rock before COVID hit. And, yes. and and when we all crawled under the rock when COVID hit, I was like, "Hey, hey, find another stone to crawl under." Is is the best way to teach Tyler about Jess Spicoli? Just show him the Phoebe Kate scene and then yes. say, "There you go, babe. Yes. There you go." Yes. That's that. But 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 I do think you need the whole show movie. The, Kevin Klein's wife. Yes. Yeah. I, no, yeah. I agree. Do you know who Phoebe Kate is? No. Is that a, Do you is know that who a, Kevin the, Klein is? The funny thing is. about this is, Darren, he's not lying about any of this. That's the no, crazy no. part. Isn't, you know it, who Tom isn't it Calvin is? Klein? Uh. Hey, you know what uh, we watched uh, recently with our with our kids, just a uh, family night, and it was kind of it was on the edge. Uh, but uh, on watched, the edge uh, of family breakfast, nights, Breakfast Club. Uh, oh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, awesome. woke up, Johnny. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was really. Good. Have you ever watched Breakfast Club there, uh, Tyler? 
Is, the brat pack? No, is that the wait? Is that the one where they all get detention or something? Yes, yes. yes. I haven't yes, seen it, baby. but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a, vaguely aware of the concept. Tyler. And yeah. the hero of the movie is actually the principal because he's trying to teach them like an actual lesson, and they just ignore him. Oh, yeah. sounds pretty realistic. <laughs> Molly Ringwald. <laughs> Which was in exactly. every Molly Ringwald, who was in every John Hughes film for like ten years. Am I supposed to know who John Hughes is? <laughs> I like how to explain one person I don't know, you bring up another person I still don't know. Yeah, that, that's sort of like. Well, I mean, have you seen Better Off Dead? It's sort of a meta commentary on John Hughes films. Do you know how many people are driving around right now going, "Come on, Tyler"? Oh yeah, yeah. I, listen. Come on. All of this like, stuff happened before I was 10 years old. Have you I am ever confident about it. Okay. I'm not that much older than you. Jared, you're weird. You the, only, the only name in this entire movie you'd probably have remembered or heard of over the years Judd because... Nelson. Well, because of one of the other movies he was over, I was going to say Emilio Estevez. No, it, it's Emilio. Now, why Ooh. would you think that? The you, there's another movie Duck you Man must himself. know. I've heard that name. Oh, for God's sake. I don't sake. know what he's in. Yeah, Judd, Judd, you should know. Uh, Emilio, for sure. Yeah, Emilio, for sure. Uh, the Mighty Ducks. Oh, I have not seen The Mighty Ducks. Ugh. Any of them? No. There's, there's How many are there? <laughs> I think there's like there's, five. They, well, they the just brought it back. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. that, that show is active. What? How, how, old are, how old are your children, if you could tell us? Uh, 14 and 11. What would they think of Breakfast Club? Uh, 14-year-old loved it. The okay. 11-year-old was like, what? Huh? Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. It, it actually scarred the four, the eleven year old because like we get a detention. Okay. I was going to say school. the eleven year old's like I never want to go to detention. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. You can smoke in the closet. Don't bring a great. flare gun to school. You won't go to detention. <laughs> good, good, good. We can walk on the shelves and in the library. This is going to be okay. Uh, I don't mind this. Were you at the Revo goodbye? <laughs> I was not. No, you didn't want to pay the ten bucks. Yeah, you didn't want to pay the ten bucks. I can say goodbye to Revo on my own time, and uh, where, no. it's, where it's more more intimate. It's where not I can, goodbye. Uh, I can actually, Did, have a conversation. Yeah. Weren't Did, you paying attention? It's not goodbye. It's see you later. See you later. Right. Right. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's got to be different because he's with now. Now hockey players, this is the life, but. When you put down some roots and 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 you do get traded, and I don't think this is a, a massive shock to anybody that that he was dealt. Um, there's a there's a dose of reality to it, and uh, and and I give him credit that that he's he's made this place his home and and business ventures and uh, and the like, and uh, and it is just a uh, see you later because he is at that point of his career. So uh, there's there's a bit of a lot of times you hear guys say, oh, you know what, this will always be my home, and then they think you never see them again. Uh, but uh, but I think that there's uh, there's a certain uh, uh, truth to this with, with Ryan. Darren Millard with us. Um, you can hear him. By the way, when are you guys coming back from vacation? to the do The 7th! Uh, so next month. Okay, you guys will be back eventually. Um, how come so many players are like that? With how, Okay, let me ask you this. How many players are going to move back and retire in Vegas that got traded away? Uh, I think a lot. I, I do think a lot. This place is uh, is has captured uh, players uh, unbelievably. So I, I think that this is um, going to be like in ten years the alumni association and uh, of, of not only just uh, former BGK players, but uh, but players around the league. I think that uh, that that Vegas is going to be like a real hotbed and and. 
I don't know how what what your age and your health is is necessarily like, but in twenty years, you're going to see like uh, players in the National Hockey League, like what we've seen from St. Louis uh, in the last few drafts of, of players being being coming up and being ranked. Uh, I, I think this is going to become a real real locale for former players. Okay, hold on. What was that line about? You don't know what my health is like in twenty years. Well, I just don't know whether you're going to be around in 20 years. Like that rock, uh, that rock doesn't get a lot of sunlight, and, and there's not a lot of. Like, can you fit a treadmill in, underneath that rock? This kid has had you buried three times in the interview. He just killed me in the next 20 years. <laughs> three times he's had you six feet under. He asked all, me having giving, a heart attack. Oh, please, I, I say, please, oh. can you be the one giving the eulogy of the members I, of the members of this show? I'm dying first. Go. I just said you were going to go. I didn't. I didn't say how. Jesus. Like, just slipped it into the middle of an answer about <laughs> the hockey players moving to Vegas. Well, well you it, might not be here to see uh, it. Yeah, yeah, you're a dead man. But in 20 I'm years, there's going to be a lot of it hockey. Could be a, it could be a big break for Ryan Wallace. Oh, my God. Get <laughs> out of here. What, is he going to use my no. body as fertilizer? <laughs> <laughs> big break for the goat. Oh, boy. Get out of here. <laughs> Thank you, wanna, buddy. I don't want to talk to you more, Darren. Oh, Thank you, buddy. I had a question. That All was right. one of the better uh, answers ever. And he slipped it in, too. He had you dead, like, mid-sentence. Yes. Well, you know you're a dead man, so yeah. uh, you're never going to see this. What do you say about a treadmill? I, did, I live under a rock, and I'm going to be out of shape because I don't have a treadmill under my rock. I could sell you the Bollinger one, but I sold that a couple months back. So. I, I still love that. <laughs> hope, I hope, he's not, I hope he's not listening at this moment. Hello, Kevin. It's um, still one of the Kevin's best. best. The, the, we the, had him just, on, and we forgot yeah. to ask about the treadmill. When the, when the gym opened back up, I said, I love Kevin Bollinger, but i got to get back amongst the people. How did we <laughs> fail so poorly <laughs> in having Kevin on and not asking well, about the treadmill? Did you ask our... Grimali yesterday about Willie's steak? No. no. Oh. One, of our, the, one of the few interviews we actually stuck to the plan was Justin Everett. <laughs> so much so that he went, are you guys really not going to ask me anything about hockey? <laughs> he did not, pump. yes. No, why would you? It's the Tyler, Tyler gave that. him a, all right, give me one, one more answer. You understand that we're going to have Paul Gutierrez on at some point, <laughs> and it is going to be the only Raider question we're going to ask is, one more answer, how'd they play? Yeah. Yeah. Paul well, Gutierrez, black belt, Paul Gutierrez, Steve Karp is a teacher. Yes. Those, those are the only things we're asking. He's got Emerson, a book! Emerson Pumpkin Spice. We just let Millsy talk. That was hilarious. Oh, he has boy. you dead. I'm not coming on. Pops, big anymore. chains, no neck. I mean, everyone kind of has their. Everyone, well, Cassie. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, oh, <laughs> forget boy. that. All right, we need a new sharp. Ah, uh, really? Otani got rocked yesterday by the Orioles. Seven oh two. I was watching the Dodgers not score. Seven oh two three six four eleven hundred is the phone number. We've got mystery jerseys. We've got a mystery hat. You can win one of those, but you got to get nine days in a row right. Today would be your first. 702-364-1100. We need a new Sharp. You just got to pick any game today. Just pick a winner. 702-364-1100. It's time to find the Sharp. Brought to you by PropSwap, where smart sports bettors buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com today and find the very best odds. All right, Matt lost to the Angels because Shohei Otani got rocked by the Orioles of all teams so josh is our new sharp this will be day one if he can pick correctly he's got to get to nine to win a mystery jersey or hat so josh where would you like to go with your pick for today 
Let's go Red Sox today. Okay. Boston is taking on the Twins. They are minus 275. I think they lost yesterday, though. So we got you in for the Red Sox. If they beat the Twins, we'll be calling you again tomorrow at this time, Josh. Sounds good. All right. Josh was in some kind of wind tunnel there. Was he? Sounded fine to yeah, me. Yeah, he sounded fine to me. Whacking that thing around? It wasn't you. <laughs> Don't believe it. Don't believe it. So we got the Red Whacking Sox that in. thing around? Uh, just... <laughs> It's literally it's so the, me. It is. It's so me. Just to give whacking you guys that thing around. A quick update on our sharp here. So Steven went 15 in a row, and then he retired. And then he has he picked up his stuff yet? I have no idea. Nah, since I'm since getting so then, many emails. Since then, uh, Nate followed that up with a loss. Yeah. Riley followed that up with a loss. The groins aren't very good usually. Tom got two in a row, and then lost. And then yesterday, Matt Mark. lost. So our sharps, since Steven went 15 straight, are two and four. Four. And again, all you you just you just pick a winner in any sporting event in the entire world. There's no spreads or anything. Here. We do not have many rules in this. No, you there's just, no numbers. Just pick a winner, and two and four are our sharps record since Steven retired at 15 straight. Is the Red Sox right now a good team to go? <laughs> like no, who are they playing? They they're, they're, they're losing. A they lot. are a favorite. They're losing a lot. They're, I mean, they're they minus are a huge favorite against the Twins tonight. Massive favorites, but no. To answer your question, they are not a good it's, team to bet I on. I thought he could find a better favorite in baseball tonight. I'm just saying, our sharps have not been making good picks since Stephen left us. Um, now, a story outside of the world of sports. New York Times had a story on how companies are trying to coax their workers into coming back to the office because. There was a pandemic. Everybody worked from home. And for a lot of jobs, they found out, huh, I can do this from home. I don't have to go into an office. So there's a company called Nuveen. That's an investment company. They renovated their office building. And as part of their way to encourage employees to come back to work, they added two beehives to the seventh floor of their building. This is encouraging people? Yeah. See, here's if the thing. If you don't show up to work, um, we're going to send bees fun, after you. Fun fact uh, I'm allergic to bees. Oh. So this is not. So like, if I'm working for these people, I have like now one out quit of three people. And I've sent my resume out because I'm no longer working for Nuveen. No matter how much <laughs> how much of my money they have invested correctly, I have moved on from Nuveen. I, I, that's one of my favorite things in the entire world. It's like, it's unpasteurized honey. And it's like, all right, cool. That means a third of people. Yeah. Might get a random leg in there that will call will cause anaphylaxis. Good, good, good business good. plan. So you don't want Lotus to bring bees into the break no. room. No. If they ever bring one bee in here, <laughs> hello, Jared, clean feed for the rest of my life. I will I mean, be at home. I will say, I will say Tyler's kind of a bee. Bada bum. The interesting part of this story. <laughs> oh, wait, have you ever seen the bee movie? There what? Oh my God! With Jerry Seinfeld, the B movie. It was the only it's thing animation. Seinfeld, it's the only thing Seinfeld did for like a decade, besides yes. that really True. mediocre documentary. This is different from Bugs Life. Oh, for God's sake! All right, you you got to move on. It, it just is getting scary. Actually, now it's All just right, like so staggeringly scary. You guys are naming actors and movies that are not even that. Popular. Okay, you know Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, I've heard okay. of Jerry Seinfeld. You've heard, heard of him. him. He's he the most him. popular. How, okay, how many episodes did you ever watch? Of what? Of Seinfeld. Oh, z zero. I've probably seen like one or two that's just been on TV, but I've never sat down and said, I'm going to watch <laughs> Seinfeld today. 
I've watched every episode at least seven or eight times. Yep. Yeah. I've got the boxes. I mean, back when you needed boxes, but now you do everything on television. I didn't even, dude, I didn't, didn't even the need box the boxes. It's, it's been in syndication I know, I know. since the Well, minute. someone gave them to me as, as gifts because they knew how much I loved it. I go, I don't need these. I just turn on television to find it. I think the most information I have about Seinfeld is a TikTok that was breaking down the floor plan of Seinfeld's apartment not making any sense whatsoever. I will say, yeah, yeah. The, the, that, that apartment... Having lived in New York at one point, no way you can afford that apartment. I was going to say, like, Jerry, who wasn't, he was Seinfeld, but he played a comic who wouldn't have made that much money to afford that apartment. Yeah, no, and that, certainly not Kramer across the hall would have afforded that apartment. No, there was no way. Unless they were in like some weird rent control situation where it was yes. like it was somebody's aunt and he was, you know, subletting a sublet or something. You've heard of George Costanza? Yeah. Can't stand have you it? heard of Kramer? So you've heard of all the characters? Yes, Kramer. Okay. Uh, yeah, which one is he? The he's the weird neighbor. Yes. Hey, he's yes. the one who famously uses the N word <laughs> on the show. <laughs> really? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they did? 